Right now, our lives are on our phones. And with our phones full of live-streamed exercise classes, midday work calls, and nightly family video calls, there's no room for fraud calls. Thankfully, AT&T makes customer security a priority, helping block those pesky calls. It's not complicated. AT&T Active Armor, 24-7 proactive network security and fraud call blocking to help stop threats at no extra charge. Compatible device slash service required. Visit att.com slash activearmor for details. How's it going, everyone? Ryan Shrimp here with ToplessRobot.com. Just thanking you for listening to this podcast, and I wanted to let you know that we're building a podcast network. We currently have three podcasts, Animated Opinions, Cosmic Love, and Topless Robot Podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please check out our other podcasts. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, it would mean a lot to us if you look us up on iTunes and leave a review. That way, other people can find our podcasts. Or share it with your best friend. Nothing's better than sharing podcasts that are awesome with people who are awesome. So, thanks for listening, and here's the episode. ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 32 Hi. of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Brooks. I'm unprepared, but my name is Tyler. I'm Dan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do the walk coming. of shame, Dan. Do the walk of you shame. Everyone look happen. at Dan. Now I can't even eat this donut. <laughs> I mean, you could. Dumbass, you it's can. not a donut. That's a bear claw. And don't eat with your mouth open. Microphone. And if you saw the sign, Dan, you'd know that you are the bear claw in the garbage bag of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is actually man. a sign. That, that, a, sign a real sign. That, well, yeah, it's a Seinfeld it? quote. Oh. Seinfeld quote. Yes. Uh, like he said. Hey, baby, what's your sign? He's got Phil? the jokes. Yeah, I mean, you can have a bandolier of jokes, but they still have to be high quality. You don't know my bard character. <laughs> He's level one, okay? Give him a break. So it has been a week. Uh, I. It has uh, been a week. Uh, it has been when a we start programming replacements week. for ourselves yeah. so we don't actually have to do this anymore? We just send out the robots to do it for us. Microsoft, Sam. Um, <laughs> it looks like you're trying to listen to a podcast. Would you like help with that? Um, oh, no. <laughs> I uh, never released the video for last week's uh, podcast Ooh, because too, too horrific. I'm that lazy. Wow. So it will forever be known as the missing episode. The lost probably, episode. It will probably go up at some point. Wait, I the, don't know. The, so the audio out. The audio's out. Okay, yeah, the okay. audio's out on the on the podcast. I was about to say, like, that, that'd be a bummer because that was a very good episode. That was a very fun episode. Um, but, yeah, the audio is out if you primarily uh, – listen to us and watch us on YouTube, uh, then subscribe to the uh, podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And the audio is there, uh, but no uh, no video. It, it is well, the lost Well, to episode. be fair, we have Which to Which is have, really disappointing. We have to start like locking things away for the 20th anniversary special edition, <laughs> you know, touch-up release. And, 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 
You know, we got to have a, the Topless Robot DLC, obviously. Oh, uh, where we've decided to follow, officially follow the EA... Uh, the Topless Robot loot crates. Exactly, exactly. Loot boxes. Mm-hmm. You have my, micro Dan, Dan actions. <laughs> <laughs> um, micro Dankshins? All of my unlockable skins are just me with a different scowl. <laughs> No, no, everyone is, like, different, but it's just the same outfit. <laughs> Dude, 199, you're just flipping through it. it they're not, there's not even a difference. There's nothing at all. It's just a, diff- it's just a different picture of It's Dan. just him. It's just Dan wearing a different Black Dahlia shirt and everyone. <laughs> the Black Dingus murder. <laughs> the Black Dingus murder. Black Dingus murder. <laughs> I have also been failing to get uh, all of the um, Mega Man uh, X6 uh, episodes out. I still have to encode all those and, and release those. Man, it's almost like you bought a house and moved into it. <sighs> it's almost like life is exhausting. Life is an endless cycle of pain and regret. We'll, we'll just call it Mega Dan, Mega Dan Brooks Spring Break <laughs> for the rest of the world that celebrates spring. Um, we could we could Photoshop you guys at a fucking beach. <laughs> How much <a> different? <laughs> I, I mean, we do Dan's have green screen footage. Show. There we go. I I just want Dan to just like just ten minutes of silence or ten hours of silence, and then just look at the camera and just be like, "Life's a beach." <laughs> <laughs> Except even at the beach, I'm still dressed exactly like this. <laughs> No, no, you're, you're wearing swim trunks over your <laughs> Like an old-timey bathing suit. He's got little floaties. <laughs> Metalheads at the beach. Safety first, motherfucker. <laughs> Dan never learned to swim because he hasn't seen the sun in years. You know, it would be even better if, if, if he likes he has... to drown in his sorrow and the ocean. <laughs> he, he has the stereotypical uh, uh, duck floaty around his waist. <laughs> But the duck is in corpse paint. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's a big inflatable Danzig belt. Oh, God. No, I hate Danzig. (laughs) Now I just want us to have, like, different action figures, like Dan at the beach, (laughs) like, topless robot at the beach, topless robot in space, topless (laughs) robot... And Hi. the elusive first edition that you can never find in stores, the Happy Dan. <laughs> Everyone knows that was discontinued immediately. It's uh, it, it never hit shelves. Yeah, it's looking a into his prototype. eyes was like looking into the void. <laughs> One in a thousand in the blind box. <laughs> um, the uh, so I feel like uh, this week not uh, there haven't been a lot of game releases this week. Mm. There was, no, there was some, but like, there was one that that got released that I didn't even know. I don't know if it came out this last week, but I feel like it was a big deal at E3, not last year, but the year before. Days Gone, that new Zelda oh, game. Oh, yeah. yeah. That just, I saw commercials for that this week, and I was like, I've, oh, I forgot about that. I've heard it. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about it as well. And I remember being excited by the footage that I saw at E3, but then everything I've seen since then, I've been like, uh, it's just another zombie game that Look I out. don't give a fuck about. Look out, it's, it's, it's expired social commentary. Yeah, right. I've, I've read a few <laughs> reviews on it, and everything that I've read so far has been like, it's not a bad game. It just, it's not as exciting as it should have been. Right. That's pretty much what I've heard. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for, for that, that, the real-life uh, movie-to-game adaptation of My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> of course you are, Brooks. I think you of might. Of course you are. <laughs> 
I don't think that there has been a My Dinner with Andre reference uh, since uh, Community made that reference. No, I don't think so. And then prior to that, it was like The Simpsons had that. Yeah. It was the same episode. They had that poly- the Polybius machine in the... Yeah. I think that was a Ryan's way of saying, do you feel special, Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> when do I not feel special? When um, I sleep and dreaming of my specialness. The, it seems the shining star of uh, the releases this week was Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. And people complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> mostly really weirdly. Fuck, there's something that we can talk about, man. What 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 All do right. you mean these characters aren't wearing chain mail bikinis? So I uh <laughs> I got Mortal Kombat eleven on the Switch, which uh in retrospect was probably a bad idea. That's what I I um I had extra read censored. I mean the things that I no, it's not censored at all. Nintendo's oh. gotten over that. Like it's not like they the, replaced the, the blood with water. SNES versus I, I was having uh, Genesis. flashbacks to the creation of the ES uh, the e, uh, ESRB. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the issue is the uh, so the way that the switch, the way that developers have been handling the switch's underpowered hardware mm-hmm. with these larger AAA titles, like with Wolfenstein and with Doom though they execute it significantly better with Wolfenstein with Doom, is there's some, like, texture hashing, where something, uh, the some of the textures are uh, not, like, fully transparent, but they almost seem transparent. They, they seem, like, scattered or, or dithered. Um, and it it's pulled off very surprisingly well in Doom and in Wolfenstein. Huh. Isn't that also partly due to dither, how dither. those games were developed in the first place on the... Because, like, there was some kind of, like... I remember reading about it when those two came out and, like, just the way that they were developed, even in their original engine and everything, led to the ability to still maintain a lot of that quality... <sighs> Even with the underpowered hardware. Uh, there was I mean, something maybe. about that. I, I, I forget I, what it was. I can't really speak to anyway. that, but I can speak to the end result. And the end result is, while noticeable in you know Doom and Wolfenstein, uh, it doesn't detract from the visual fidelity. You still, you know, it's it's obviously not as as nice as playing it on a high spec PC or on PS4 or Xbox. But you can it, play it while pooping. Like it looks good. You can play while pooping, and it still looks decent. <laughs> pooping yeah. needs low quality. In Mortal Kombat 11, um, they do the same thing, but for example, on uh, Liu Kang's hair, um, when it and it's especially jarring when playing through the story mode, where you're going from cutscene to fight to cutscene to fight. Oh uh, yeah. So the cutscenes are all pre-rendered, and they all look fine. And then you go into the fight, and it's a jarring drop in quality. Uh, and specifically with Liu Kang's hair, that hatching is so uh, overdone on his hair that it looks like his hair is gray. And okay. it's almost He's like it's old. trying to deal with a reflection, you know, with a light yeah. uh, uh, reflection on, on his black hair. And it, it's just blown out, and it doesn't look great. Now, that's not to say that it detracts from the gameplay. You know, it's still a very good game. Still Mortal Kombat. And uh, it's it's one of the better Mortal Kombats, if not the best Mortal Kombat I've played in a long while. And it runs in 60 <clears throat> FPS, too. On I, the Switch I can't too. wait for, for, for the Ultra Instinct Shaggy uh, to, to come. <laughs> Never going to happen. You know, it's, I don't no understand one... why they couldn't, because it's owned by Warner Brothers, and Hanna-Barbera and Scooby-Doo is also owned by Warner Brothers. So it'd be really easy. Yeah. It'd be easy, but... That would be acknowledgement of the meme. 
And on top of that, those are characters that I'm sure the creators never would want to be in a brutal fighting game where they dismember people. Yeah. Well, it'd be cartoon violence. Yeah, you you punch into them and you just pull out (laughs) Scooby Snacks. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, like Zoink Scoob. (laughs) But I and I especially dig the premise of this game, where. Basically, uh, this new character, I can't remember her name. Shagget. Uh, appears. So I I didn't play through the story of uh, 10, but apparently uh, she was in that and I didn't play 9 or, you know, or I played a bit of, you know, some of the previous ones, yeah. but I haven't, I'm like Mortal Kombat's not a story that I have decided to be invested in. I've um, seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. I've seen the movies. That was enough. <laughs> but, something about something about tax breaks and filming in Thailand. Apparently, and... Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade got together and had a child named Cassie Cage. I did mm-hmm. actually know that. Yes. So that was a new uh, thing to me. Mm. And apparently, Cassie Cage was in the previous one as well, mm-hmm. uh, which I haven't played a ton of, but I've played. Ten was very good. I yeah, ten. ten was good. Um, the uh, Mortal Kombat X. So you start out as Cassie Cage and um, you're like destroying this, you know, major uh, uh, netherworld or outer world uh, uh, temple. Yeah. And this character comes out uh, whose name vaguely resembles a, a word for time. And she just undoes everything because she controls time. And in undoing everything, she also like kind of merged all, th- all of time. Oh yes, I kind of gathered that from the trailers. Like the, <laughs> so you know. you've got you've got old school Liu Kang, and so because the new Liu Kang and uh, and uh, Kung Lao uh, and Jade and uh, someone else, Katana, I think, were all killed by Raiden after he defeated Shinnok. Because he took Shinnok's medallion and it made him like just rage out. And uh, while he was still fighting for Earthrealm, he uh, just got like super, I mean, think Dark Knight Batman days, you know, where we, like the first time we ever saw Batman kill. <laughs> Not that Dark Knight. Oh. The. Oh, oh, when, uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns. Uh, when um, oh, what's his name? Uh, who did Watchmen? Uh, took over uh, writing for Miller? Batman for a little Frank bit. Miller? Yeah. Frank Miller, yeah. Um, Batman got super edgy and like yeah, yeah. and then th- something about Azrael and blah blah blah. So you have <laughs> blah blah. It's not important. You have these <laughs> versions of Liu Kang and Kung Lao and Jade and Katana who have gone to like Shao Kahn's side. Uh, um, or Chinook side um, as a result of being killed by Raiden. And then you've got the pre-versions and they're like encountering each other and shit. And then you've also got, you know, Shao Khan and Kotal Khan. And like, it's a great excuse to bring and old characters and new characters together in, in a big... Did they bring the old versions of the characters like back with their 90s aesthetic too? On... Uh, Kinda, yeah. So nice. like, they have, they have the movie and what's interesting is Raiden only exists in one version. So like the hardcore Raiden, uh, he explains it away. He's like, because I'm a god, 
you know, or I'm an elder one or whatever. I am uh, timeless. Time, time affects me differently. So only one of me can ever exist. Oh, okay. Interesting. Kind of so, like Brooks. But he reverts to the old Raiden where he's like in the white with the blue, you know. And, yep. And, Hell yeah. So it's it's very much. It's uh, all rotoscoped and motion, motion captured. <laughs> <laughs> well, now everything is motion captured. Not necessarily rotoscoped, but everything is motion captured. Yeah, but it's not quite the digitized actors who uh, throw punches like right. this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a great unlockable mode. What would, <laughs> actually, what would make it an even better unlockable mode is if the old versions of the characters had the same old sound effects. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. That'd be, so, <laughs> that'd so, be someone's rad. gonna mod that. There's, yeah. there's gonna be mods for that coming yeah. out. <laughs> I'm surprised that that's not something that you would put in Dusty. as uh, as unlockables uh, as like a modifier to right. the game. Like that seems like it'd be I the perfect way to, do way to like deal I wouldn't with put that. it past him. That'd I be amazing. Um, but yeah, it feels like a great game. The story is actually kind of interesting. I've heard that the fighting feels like a lot smoother than it has in a long time. Yep. Like it just feels like a lot better. Yep. Which I agree. Makes me want to get it, but but like with everything. Game related, at least. Yes. Incels ruin it. Good. Oh my god! Lord. For multiple, so, the big one that I think is the most ridiculous is that they're mad about uh, that character going back in time to end slavery. <laughs> yeah, like I what thought the that fuck? I thought People that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. So <laughs> number hold one, on a second. Hold on. What? It's no. Just there's like... two two major controversies that have come out of this. One is that in Jax's storyline, he goes back in time to end slavery, and it's hilarious. And so someone, at least one person, it called it, uh, said, uh, of course, loud people on Twitter will be loud. Netherrealm uh, is in favor of white genocide, was uh, what uh, he said. Um, I remember them, I don't know if it's the same person, but I remember someone talking about it, um, saying that, well, why just end slavery against black people? Like, there are evil beings in the Mortal Kombat universe who are enslaving hundreds and thousands of people from all races and creeds. Why not end that? It's like, ugh. Wow. The joke went right over wow. your fucking head, dude. I'm wow. sorry you're so dumb. I'm oh sorry you God. cannot pay attention and you cannot contextualize anything. That's I mean, literally it, the same person, the same type of person who doesn't understand the dis the reason why all lives matter is not an acceptable response to black lives matter. Exactly. They also just totally skipped over the fact that after that, Jax goes into the future and starts Andrew Jackson Jihad. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, a significant downgrade from ending slavery. <laughs> That's coming in the patch. And I'll have you know they're AJJ now because they no longer associate with Andrew Jackson Jihad as a name. Um, like in life, all there must be balance. <laughs> there in slavery, start Andrew Jackson Jihad. Balance. <laughs> then there's the other controversy uh, started by Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. In that, uh, the apparently the women are ugly in it. Like what? That's, that's women that what have spent their whole, characters spent their whole lives fighting aren't gonna look nice because they just got the shit beat out of them. For Sorry, eleven this is games. Like they said, oh, and uh, which one? Do you guys remember the character that's like the same race as Goro but female? Gorette. <laughs> I knew he was good. The best a man can get. I knew it. Um, I don't remember her name. I have not played a lot of Mortal Kombat, so, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm more of a street fighter Like, guy. one of the tweets that I saw said that she looks like a dude, and it's like, this is a different 
race being that doesn't exist and certainly doesn't exist for your masturbation fantasy. But my titties, though. Oh like, my if god! You want, like, if I you don't want... even. Know, I don't even know. Know, know what that character even looks like. I'm just imagining like two ponytails instead of one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that not everything is fetishized for you to be a piece of shit to right. crank it to, man. You know, like, if you're that like, worried about it, go and play fire up DeviantArt and just get good at drawing what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play Dead or Alive. Play Seriously, forward. it's play. Move, it, move that slider all the way to the right. Yeah. Play any of the D-Gen anime fighters that uh, appeal to your interests. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. And uh, honestly, kudos to NetherRealm for uh, like just making a game. Like their focus on gameplay and story, and uh, you know, making interesting characters and not worrying about uh, fetishizing and and pushing this ludicrous extreme of clothing choice uh in battle <laughs> you know like come on and i mean even still like the shit that cassie wears is form-fitting like she's got boobies it's just not showing boobies. skin i want to see the bobs that's not enough for me <laughs> like everything needs to wiggle and jiggle when i move even slightly. I just want to see J- John- comes by Johnny Cage in a chainmail G-string. Okay, guys, <laughs> like, come on. You want real equality, motherfuckers? <laughs> I would play. I would play a fighting game with Nick Cage. Everyone, Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Nick Cage. Did I hear Luke? <laughs> I, I thought I heard you say Nick Cage. John- no, he's Johnny John- Cage. Johnny Cage. I heard Nick Cage. I don't know why. I heard- oh, you know You heard why? what you wanted to we hear. Were watching. Yeah, dirt fakes. <laughs> Watching dirt fakes all day today. Also, um, talking about Nick Cage, did you see that that thing about him this week about him angrily someone, singing? Someone <laughs> found him at a karaoke yes. bar singing "Purple Rain" the day after like his like was it a divorce paper? Yeah, or his an annulment? Uh, yeah, his annulment went through. <laughs> that I'm, I want to see. Fucking, I want to see Nick Cage play Prince in a biopic. Every also, day- <laughs> I think that he was married to her for less than a year. It was like. A week, I thought. She, she married him for his dinosaur bones. Nick Cage is crazy. He's so fucking crazy. I yeah. am more and more convinced every day that Nick Cage is actually a fictional person. <laughs> he doesn't actually no, he, exist in see, this reality. He's actually a normal person, but he got lost somewhere in like a method acting loop. <laughs> you know, like, now he just can't get out. Yeah, he just can't escape. He's gone too far. You know, fear and loathing, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The events of Face Off were actually true. <laughs> <laughs> it's really John Travolta just dragging his name through the mud. <laughs> oh my God, that's well. But similarly, then Nick Cage is dry, dragging John Travolta's name through the mud in the gay bathhouse. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the masseuse <laughs> thing or whatever that that controversy that yeah. happened several oh, yeah. years ago. Well, all, of the, all of the uh, Scientologist stuff. Yeah, and well, when did when did Battlefield Earth come out? Did Battlefield Earth come out after face off uh yeah because that could be nick cage getting back at jonathan travolta <laughs> they, they actually filmed that movie and it was john real travolta. and it just ever since then it's just been this like they're fighting each other over who can make their lives look right. worse <laughs> <laughs> well honestly well, right now i'd say I, I nick how, cage is winning nick as cage john is travolta definitely winning as because john i think john travolta's career is basically done Except apparently they're doing a sequel to Grease, and I don't know if John Travolta is going to be. Uh, it's a prequel. Oh, is it a prequel? It's a prequel. Okay, then John Travolta won't be in it. No, he might make a cameo. As, I'm like, sure, probably someone's a cameo. Mom. Yeah, as some, <laughs> he, he'll be a janitor in as, the background. <laughs> he'll be the janitor of the high school. <laughs> this is my life. 
I could have been a contender. He'll just show up on screen for a second, mumble something about Thetan levels, and then that'll be it. <laughs> he's actually he's actually I in a psychological ward. Thetan levels with Steven Seagal playing John Travolta's dad. <laughs> because like right now they look like they could be related. Yeah, they really, really do. They really do. Honestly, they look like they point. were stung by the same bee. <laughs> a really big bee. Honestly, at this point, Steven really Seagal could big. play John Travolta's brother. They look exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but one of them is this trained CIA operatives to 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 fight in the 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 yakuza, and the other one was in Face Off. Can the whole movie <laughs> just be Steven Seagal kicking John Travolta's ass? <laughs> if he could get his legs that far off the ground, here's, here's, he's just kicking yeah. his ankle. <laughs> Here's no, 90 not my minutes. ankle bracelet. <laughs> Here's 90 minutes of, of attempting to watch Steven Seagal kick uh, John Travolta's ass. Steven Seagal <laughs> is like the, you know, watching him do anything, uh, the older he gets is like watching Danzig try to do anything the older he gets. Yeah. You know, he just get, like, gets out of breath after hyping himself up. <laughs> Which, by the way, did you see that tweet that Danzig put out recently? The cowboy thing? Uh, about how he doesn't eat his own cum. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did. That was so good. That was so good. Just out of nowhere. What? meme page and then... Also, did you notice that apparently someone else has gotten control of John Travolta's... Or not John Travolta. uh, Glenn uh, Glenn Danzig's Facebook page. I did because I was like, like, what is happening? Do you have a mental breakdown? It's like nothing but like... Bong, like yeah. uh, weed. He's got like Rasta like... hats shopped in all his pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so Danzig's Facebook page is no longer Danzig, and it's like his personal Facebook page. It's not a page. It's oh. it's his account. Well, that's what you get when your password is one two three four. <laughs> Speaking of people is, who is, look like my password pass- is six 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 Halloween. Speaking of people who look like they could be related to John Travolta, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I suppose Danzig does kind of look like he could be related to John Travolta as well. Hey, he's, he ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. You, you better, better think, think about, about it, baby. <laughs> you better think about that, baby. <laughs> so here it is. It says, I was hacked. Anything that was posted in the last month was not me. I don't smoke weed. I don't eat hot dogs. And I definitely don't eat my own cum. <laughs> When I find the piece of shit that did this, and I will, they will pay the ultimate price. Oh, my God. He's such an edgelord. Holy fuck. Better watch out. He got those nunch- he's got those nunchucks he bought that strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you guys have all seen the footage of that Arizona musician who yeah, fucking yeah, socked him yeah, in the goddamn jaw. Yep, yep. That was great. Uh, While you were hacking my Facebook, er, I was studying the blade. (laughs) Earlier this week, I thought of a great band name talking about uh, strip mall karate champs. Danzig in the streets. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because I keep seeing these martial arts places pop up in places where Little Caesars used to be or some shit like that. And I'm just like, you know, like that'd be a really, it's a really sad like thing to be proud of. It's like, yeah, I got this black belt. (laughs) Yeah. Next to this dry cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my Safeway black belt. Safeway black belt. <laughs> Fred Do you Meyer, get that one until you've saved enough money on, on <laughs> with your Safeway rewards card? Um, Taekwon yes. Kroger. Taekwon <laughs> Kroger. <laughs> Kroger fist. Um, I studied the way of the Kroger fist. <laughs> I, people Crouching who take Kroger, themselves hidden as seriously wiggly. as Danzig 
fucking deserve to be made fun of like that. Yes. They make me laugh. Yeah. And to be fair, I think the reason that we got the president that we got is because someone in power is that kind of person who takes themselves too seriously. No. So Danzig, Danzig and Trump share that in common in that they take themselves too seriously and then they rage out after, after a certain point. You know, like, because I keep flashing back to, like, the White House Correspondents' Dinner where Obama roasted the fuck out of, out of Trump. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's just, you know, Trump not taking any of those as jokes, being a fucking edgelord, and going, I'll fucking show them. And then, you know. And then he, he makes. Ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. And then he <laughs> makes a Game of Thrones-esque post about how there was no collusion and it was hilarious. Oh, the, there's no collusion Where he has his back to the camera and it's got like Game of Thrones font. It's fucking hilarious. Oh I, I loved him getting getting like copyrighted on uh, you, uh, every time they try to use something that isn't theirs. And just like. It's like well, Anytime guys... a Republican tries to use music, they seem to forget that every you you know, good that. artist is not on their side. My favorite part about about the the whole uh, election and inauguration, beyond the the, the, the terribly photoshopped look at all these people, um, was the fact that not only did Bruce Springsteen refuse to play the inauguration, yep. but the Bruce Springsteen cover band that he, they tried getting also refused. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Bruce Springsteen, while he may be the working man, he is... He's decidedly a Democrat. Yeah, not a Republican. What was the... Like, the... Born in the USA obviously is not pro USA. No. And it was... Was it Ford that used Born in the USA? No, it was Reagan. Was it Reagan? But they also... There was also a truck commercial that... (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. And it's just like, okay, you're like trying to, like yeah. Reagan obviously no, did it. But Born then, in the USA is a song about how, how, how coming back from Vietnam and no one wants to help someone and yeah. how America's really, really bad at taking care of its vets. But it's like everyone stops at Born in the USA yep. and it's like, well, that's it, a pro, that's, this yep. is a good old American song. <laughs> Why don't you just stick with, I'm proud to be an American. Just have that on repeat. I know I'm free. 24 hours a day in your home. And gladly stand up next to you on a fender still While you wear your American flag print shorts that totally aren't desecrating the flag you claim you shouldn't desecrate. Technically technically speaking, the American flag made into any form of apparel whatsoever is technically against the law. I did buy a pair of of swim trunks that were American flag ones, but because I'd done it, I knew that ahead of time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't give a shit if you desecrate the flag, so... That's why technically all American flag uh, apparel is it's actually the Puerto Rican flag. (laughs) 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 Texas Roadhouse. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Hmm. This is, this is, this is life. Guys, Life is, is a party. This, this Life is, is a highway. This is the world. And I want to get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get yeah. in a fatal accident. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, oh. you know. But yes. hey, we have Endgame. Endgame's a good thing, right? No uh, which spoilers. we're not going to talk about. Oh, why? You're not you know, to, I, heard that, I heard that Dumbledore dies. Dumbledore trying, does actually die. Trying there. to stop Bruce Wayne from destroying the Infinity DeLorean. And now gonna... you're just singing the words to Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Yes, you are. Ugh, I hate that song. 
Not a uh, not a Lemon Demon fan. I just I never liked any of those like novelty songs that came out of the early days of like online video stuff like that. It was just but it was early internet shit posting. And it was all great. your bass, 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 all your bass. You know, Zero Wing Zero Wing is a perfectly adequate game that with translation issues. <laughs> Next, are you telling me you didn't enjoy YouTube poops, Brooks? That's a completely different thing, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Rabbit. One of my personal favorites being Hank of the Hell. Uh, I, 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 I love the, the Gaston ones uh, they did. Uh, and every last inch of me is covered with Gaston. <laughs> uh, you got those, and you have, um, all, of course, all the CDI Zelda, Zelda ones. Those oh, are, God. Th- oh. Those should be in, like, the Guggenheim or something. Just, <laughs> you know, the uh, National History. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, my boy. Oh. My boy. <laughs> we met in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what have you guys been playing this past week? Uh, Earthbound. Been yeah. Going through Earthbound. Ooh. Earth. Welcome to Earth. Earthbound. Welcome to Earthbound. <laughs> um, just because, like, my first time playing it was on my SNES Classic, and uh, I got almost all the way through. Lost lost Steam I, due to whatever reasons, and I decided that every JRPG that I like I can play on my 3DS. So I'm just gonna do that because I got 10 minutes. I can grind a little bit and move on to the next part and so on and so forth. Yeah, I have started that game several times uh, and uh, enjoyed my time with it. But as RPGs don't fit my play style anymore. Uh, like I used to be able to just sit and play uh, forever, but like jumping back into an RPG has been—I uh, mean—is nearly impossible. Yeah, um, it can be. I started uh, Octopath Traveler. I fucking love Octopath Traveler, uh, but I just set it aside and just wasn't in the mood for that kind of game for a while. And then, whoops! Now I basically have to start the game. Oops! All berries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- is that what happens whenever you play any game? Oops! All berries. Yes. That, that's your excuse. That is the problem with like you know um, playing like playing through an RPG and not finishing it is because because you have to spend the next hour at least figuring out okay what do I have to do uh, where did where was I at what is the what, story and why yeah. is this important happened. and yeah. then after that you have to you then you figure out why you stopped playing because oh I didn't grind enough and this boss has been right. kicking my ass or um, I have to wander around this town for this thing to happen. Like, I've been having issues like that with, uh, or I had issues with that with The Witcher Three, and mo- that's more of just because of how, like those open world it's RPGs. Sort of JRPG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler. It's just like like question mark uh, fatigue and just like going around. Yeah. It took me literally a year and a half to get through The Witcher Three because I would just be like, okay, I'm gonna beat this game. I'm gonna go through, finalize this quest, and then all, I'm like, oh, but you know, I could just take the this route and do all these question marks, and then I. Two hours later, I'm like, well, I don't want to do the quest. The Witcher 3, <laughs> Ethan Hunt. Yeah, I mean, with, with other games, it's like the worst I have to do is reacclimate myself to the controls. Right, and then you kind of figure it out from there. Like, and I had But the when you, like, totally forget what your fucking yeah. objective was, where, like, where was go? I going again? Oh, Christ. Yeah, I, like, like I, I booted up Snatcher again this week in, on one of my save files, and I was like, I forgot what I had to do. I spent an hour wandering around asking the same questions that I'd apparently asked a thousand times. And by the time that I got to any point where I could progress a story, it was time to go to bed. And I was like, well, <laughs> that was a waste of time. Well, I'll, I look forward to doing this again in a month. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Uh, how about you, Dan? 
Do do yes. I even need to ask? Devil may care. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, and then at this point, we'll just loop the stuff the foot the stuff at the end of saying last yeah. time. Although I am, I am ne- by the time the next week comes around, I will not still be playing it because I'm just about out of things to do. So, oh yeah. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna finally break down and get uh, uh, Sekiro? Yeah, probably. I think that's next on the list. Do you hundred uh, percent games like Don't Make Cry? Do you go through and um, just do every single thing that you can. Or? I don't really hundred percent them. Um, I may at some point. You're like a, you're like an eighty-five to ninety percent guy. Where y- yeah, the remaining ten percent is just useless chattel. That's like Easter eggs and conversation quest stuff. And there are usually certain challenges, especially in games that have that that high style um, expectation out of you that are just. I, I can in a row using this specific combo. I consider them kind of unreasonable sometimes, yeah, but sure. um, like for example, the final difficulty that's like a the hell or hell the hell or hell. Yeah, I don't think or I'm gonna, hell and hell. I don't think I really want to do that one. Is that a Dio song? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a great time though. Once I finish all three of the Bloody Palace characters, I'll be done, and then I'll play something else. But it's a like great time Sekiro. still. I am. Yeah, it will be Sekiro for sure. <laughs> You, but, should play, you should play. You should play. A, maintain some mystery, Dan. We don't want to know everything. All <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll. Uh, I, I'm going to play. Uh, I mean, My Little we, Pony we is can, actually next on the agenda. We for can you. usually predict what what Dan what game Dan's going to move on to, and if there's nothing that was recently released that he's like particularly interested in, he's just going back to Warframe or uh, <laughs> or Neo or Neo. <laughs> no, no there, he's done with. There's Neo. literally nothing left for me to do in Neo. Except wipe your save file and start all over again. No thanks. So this, just push that boulder up that hill. All right? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tyler? What have you been playing? Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. What, Tyler, what have yeah. you been playing? The Field. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> nah, I've, I've finally actually got some. I, this has been a, one of those weeks where I just really didn't get any time to do like anything because of work and just life stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it's been so an finally, exhausting week. Yeah. So finally, I actually got to bite into some Devil May Cry, and I'm like almost done with the story finally and this, i need to see your chops dude you see how good you are i'm terrible get that i'm finally starting to get ss's though so i'm in combat encounters i got my first s-ranked mission so i'm proud of myself <laughs> well, everyone Leave me on. i'm not playing on easy remember remember that i'm not playing on easy i'm playing on demon hunter you sweet summer child <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone dan we've already known that you, have, you haven't trained me enough <laughs> um. What have I, you been uh, doing? Your skills on I have been playing uh, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Cuphead. Cuphead. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. And uh, obviously I got um, Final Fantasy X and X-2 when that came out on Switch, so played a little bit of that. So mm-hmm. obviously playing uh, X-2 because... Uh, it's on my list because it's one that I actually haven't played. You never played it? Yeah, oh, no, okay. I never played X-2. I, I finally got Zeke to play, start playing Chrono Trigger because I've been hyping it up for years at this point. You know, and he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Instantly just fell into it. He's spent like, he's, he's got like 20 hours in the game like right now. Goddamn. And <laughs> yeah. unlike Final Fantasy X and X-2, Chrono Trigger is good. And yeah. infinitely replayable. X's not bad. I love X. Eh. is ten is, actually 8 is the beginning of the end. Uh, 10 was a continuation of the end. 9 was the uh The one that came before saving, 10. Saving grace, you know, so you, th- you, 
you know, at least for someone like me, like I didn't play the old ones until later on. I started at seven and I was like, oh my God, this is fucking phenomenal. First one I played was three. And uh, uh, three or six? Uh, three proper. Okay. Uh, for uh, for now on, because uh, we haven't had the Final Fantasy conversation too much. Whenever I reference a Final Fantasy game, it is always by its true number. Okay. That's North American release. Really. <laughs> I feel like if you... Because have, six... It is <laughs> always by its... True number. True number. <laughs> I feel like if you ever uh, have Final kids... Final Fantasy 3, but the Redux version on the DS. Uh, <laughs> Brooks, I feel like if you ever have kids, that's going to be one of the conversations you have. It's like... I am never having it's, children. It's time we have the talk. <laughs> Dad, I, I go to public school. Have of course I've had the, the talk. No, I'm talking about the Final Fantasy. Have you visited the planet we live on, Tyler? I've never... I'm, I don't ever want to burden anyone else. <laughs> okay. Um... The, Besides, uh, because you, you, you reproduce via mitosis, don't you? No, I just don't. <laughs> uh, six, uh, aka American Three, is I know Ugh. regarded as the best Final Fantasy. Honestly, still. like, like I knew they were only going to put one, uh, one RP, like JRPG on the SNES Classic, and I knew it was going to be a toss-up between Chrono Trigger and, and Final Fantasy Six, uh, Three. Chrono Trigger's um, better. Chrono Trigger is better, but I also. I'm totally got there. You know why they did that? Because six is a phenomenal. It, it's the best of the old. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy games for sure. Um, I'm just so lukewarm on Final Fantasy. So as someone who fell in love with seven, Please then eight quiz. came out, and I felt I felt hurt. <laughs> I felt I felt slapped when eight when I played eight because by the end you're like, what the fuck? My keyboardist is obsessed what with eight. The fuck. Like, you go through the whole game watching Renoa fall in love with this character whose most prevalent, you know, uh, dialogue is dot, dot, dot. And then you get to the end and find out that they were all actually in an orphanage together. And you're like, what? How the fuck? I thought we were None all None of this makes orphans. any goddamn sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, whenever Final Fantasy tries to do anything more complex than crystals of elements, crystals, <laughs> orphans, and wizards, yeah, then then it immediately sucks because they can't write a good story. And that's not to say that Seven's you know, story, oh, I, I love, especially I love when you Seven. consider Zack and stuff like that, is Seven's, a bit convoluted. Seven's story, although it is convoluted, convolution is the trademark of a JRPG story. Even Chrono Trigger's story is a little convoluted. But eight was so far-reaching, and then nine came out, and, and it seemed to be like, look, guys, we're really sorry about eight. We know a lot of you feel hurt. Here's an old one. Here, here. We're, we're even pulling back from, like, character classes for, that you guys know us for, where everything's... Everything's good. Everything's good. Psych! Nine was lovely. Then <laughs> ten came out, and, and right. ten was the beginning of the multiple hour tutorial. Vomit. And, and also the good old fashioned uh, Titus laugh. <laughs> God, you know, like it, it sucks because like. I love the old Final Fantasy, but as soon as they started jumping into that like uh, anime dream boy thing, yep, it's just like oh, now you've alienated half of your audience because we I had mean, to use our imaginations a little bit, and now you're pandering to a very specific fan base. It's yeah. the same thing that Fire Emblem is doing to me. Yeah. But uh, I'm so sorry. Dan. Overall, the storyline of Ten is is fairly solid, and you know, like 
I'm a sports guy in this futuristic kind of uh, culture. Waka it's, was it, the only good part of that game. Waka is <laughs> amazing. Sports. It, it gets attacked, and oh shit, I'm gone for a hundred years. Like crystals. It's neat. <laughs> Time for elements. It's neat, and you've got me on board. Like all the characters, I I enjoy all the characters. Shilly shally uh, dilly dally. Until you get to. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Please continue, Ryan. Until you get to the inevitable anime reveal that the big bad, which is you can't tell, like I mean, it's just this big, massive thing. Super Mecha Death Christ hit it, hit it in the eye. Your dad, like. There's a reason why I love. You know, Adventure Time did it better. Ten and ten two and her dad have, in my opinion, <laughs> horrible stories, and that's kind of my been my approach to a lot of JRPGs. And it's just I play them because it's fun, not because I'm like absorbing this story because it's ninety nine percent of the time. The reason that I fell in love with Final Fantasy VII is actually because of the story. Yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy. VII, I feel that's like that's why the I like exception the Final that proves Fantasy the rule. games that I like. Yeah. Because like the stories are good. Like six is the story in six is fantastic. Story in four is really good. You can uh, we can ignore three and five uh, <laughs> because Onion Knights and, and <laughs> you know like even historically Kefka is one of the best villains yeah, in the game he's, ever. He's just like he's what every Joker gangweed dork on the internet <laughs> wants to be. <laughs> Like again, if you guys have seen those terrible memes, like oh yeah, ancient ancient gamer plays Halo <laughs> Three, and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, children. Um, the uh, uh, there was another game that kind of that I think it was Square. It had to have been Square. Uh, uh, Vagrant Story, that uh, I, again had a, a great mm, villain okay. of an extremely interesting um, combat system. Where you essentially stop time and this dome of your attack range uh, uh, goes out around you, like this hex dome uh, of your attack range goes out around you. It's the same artistic director as uh, Final Fantasy XII, uh, but it came way before it. Uh, it was a PlayStation game, PlayStation 1 game. And uh, uh, so, like, and there's limb targeting. So mm -hmm. let's say mm -hmm. that someone comes, like, is on their way into your range, you can you know, expand this thing. And if, if their leg is the only thing that's within your range, My you leg! can target their leg and actually hit their leg. Okay. Um, okay. And it's th like Vagrant Story was, I feel like it's an all too frequently overlooked. I, I have actually overlooked, game. looked that one. I've not played that. Um, but speaking of other overlooked, it's not a JRPG, it's not a JRPG. It's an action RPG, but it was still ridiculously fun. Uh, Brave Fencer Musashi. Brave Fencer Musashi was fucking rad. Yeah, that game is. And rad. there's a second one. Yeah, too. the sequel sucks though. I, I got. I, it's a PS2 game. Yep. And the highlight of it was that this Japanese surf rock band did the soundtrack, <laughs> and they made it look too Kingdom Heartsy for me. Like uh. he's wearing like big flared not Jinkos and <laughs> sure, uh, but yeah. this really stupid hairdo, and it's like, no, give me the weird. Smelly kid with the blue hair, you know? <laughs> yeah, Brave Fencer Musashi was another great fucking game. Yeah, it is, it's goofy and fun, and I'm probably going to play it when I get home tonight. <laughs> I never actually beat that one, but I have played it. And I no, I, I haven't it's beat it. one of those either. games that I played at a I remember seeing ads for it in comic books for, like, months. Mm -hmm. Where it's just, like, back when, like, Sony's, like, ad, ad game was, like, kind of still weird. It was, like, 
like the ape Man. escape uh, the ape escape uh it was you like mean when it, it was weird but before it went over the edge yeah it was weird but like because that's where they live now is on the other side of the cliff they're yeah. they're they're down at the bottom of the, that fucking yeah they, they they've they've fallen into the quarry and they can't get out it's wonderful they're still in the realm of hey this advertisement might get us lawsuits from several governments <laughs> i love it hell yeah Oh, Fucking man. ridiculous. And it is not clear that it's about gaming in any way whatsoever. It's like, what is, what, what is the product being sold here? Uh, like, those PS, those sexy those singles in your area. PS3 ads, the, ones, the, the baby. Yup. Like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it got people's attention. It did. It made you go, what am I watching? And, and, and Kevin Butler. You know, the, yeah. Uh, those yeah, ones are great. With a stick. What's with he a doing stick. now? He's a representative for some other company now or some shit. Like some cell phone company, I feel like. Um, Boost Mobile? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I can't remember. Or he became an EA uh, Singular uh, Wireless. guy or something. I can't remember. Nokia. But it, uh, that also kind of reminds me that you remember the Can You Hear Me Now guy? Yes. Yeah, he's on Sprint he's now. Sprint. Yep. And he makes references to the fact that he was the Verizon guy. Honestly, I, I, I like that you know, a lot. He even makes sense to, like, he makes references to his old catchphrase, too. Yep. Like, can you hear that now? Like, like, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, like, from, from what I heard, like, back in the day, like, people would just not leave him alone about that. I would, like, see him, they'd be like, oh, oh you're that guy. Can you I say be- it? Will you say it for me? Will you say it for me? So he looks kind of burnt out, you know? Like, like, kind of like the, the nerd looks like now on, you know, on AVGN. Yeah. He looks all burnt out now. I don't think he looks burnt out. I just think he's been making videos for so long that he looks older like he's supposed to. <laughs> he has aged in an oh, entirely predictable James way. James ages like the rest of us? Huh. <laughs> That's why he always wears hats. I mean, yeah, if you go back to like the early, early AVGN stuff, he looks like a, like a kid now. Yeah, he looks like a child. Um, the uh, Fuck, my brain just stopped. It just went away. It would- I had a thing. It completely disappeared. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> the podcast, I feel like being the "Can you hear hear me now?" guy would have, like, even your family was probably his family was probably calling him. Can you hear me now? And you're like, you know what? Can you hear this? <laughs> now I remember. Yay! Look, see, all you needed was my stupidity to help. Yeah, I I just needed to look at you and pretend that I was listening to you while I dug through my brain. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish I could say that I'm uh, not used to that, but I am. So the dude you're getting Adele guy. Oh, yeah. Was uh, f- fucking old Pete from Pete and Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, oh, weird. that's right. None of you know. No, I, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. Of I'm course, Brooks child. knows, Ryan. Come on. And they have their own podcast on the last podcast is network. It, is it repeat and Pete? Where it's it's Pete and Pete, uh Tamborelli uh and uh whatever the old Pete's name. Uh, cuz uh uh Tamborelli was the played the son, the annoying son in Grand Theft Auto 5. That's right. That's right. Uh cause a wheel. I have not seen that show. <laughs> Except for maybe oh. the 2 seconds of you had it on that one day. That's yeah. it. Old Nickelodeon, man. Old Nickelodeon was Old Nickelodeon. Great. See, I watched... 90s Nickelodeon was hey, the dude. best. Hey, dude. Salute your shorts. Yeah. I guess, my, my, idea of hey, old, I guess my idea of old Nickelodeon, old Nickelodeon was uh, 90s, 2000s, early 2000s. Hey, Arnold. Rugrats. Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Why, why don't you take a long walk up a short pier, man? Hey, Arnold <laughs> is, is late-stage Nicktoons. 
because uh, mm. first generation Nicktoons were Doug, uh, Rugrats, uh, Ren and Stimpy, I do, I do. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's I think Modern that was Life. it for the. And first then the next, generation. the next wave was uh, Real Monsters. Um, yeah, Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers was not this part of the same wave as uh, Real Monsters. Angry, Angry Beavers, Beavers was, was a little later. part of the Hey Arnold. Oh, okay. Movie. All I know was that was that it was when they were still down with using ska, ska uh, for their you know intros and stuff like that. Yep. Kablam! Yep. <laughs> it's why anyone Which Kablam's Kablam theme song was the Toasters. It yeah, I know. It's by great. The toasters. Um, it's why anyone knows who the Toasters <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> doesn't know ska. Um, the uh, Dan. I had no idea who the toasters were, so sorry about it. <laughs> the toasters. Uh, you need more ska in your life, sir. I don't enjoy it very much. You know, you just need to pick it up. The toasters. Oh, pick God it damn and it. And I put Holy it back down. Holy fuck. You skank. <laughs> I feel like you both are talking in two different languages oh. right now. <laughs> well, it's, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for being a rude boy, but you oh just my need God. to get into it. God damn it. Definitely damn it. <laughs> Definitely talking in two different uh. languages. <laughs> So, um, don't make me bring in the big guns, the guns of Navarone. The the toasters were uh, a legend and still are uh, kind of a legendary uh, two tone ska band uh, from the UK. And they had a record label out of New York called Moon Ska Records, and it focused on it, kind of was a major part of bringing ska into uh, the consciousness uh, in the early 90s. Gotta and, love and that third like wave, that. man. The only Unfortunately, pop- Moon Ska died uh, like probably five or six years, or maybe even longer ago, fucking 10 years, something like that. Moon but it was ska? Moon, M-O-O-N. It was a record label out of New York. Oh. And so they did, did a series of compilation, compilations called Skarmageddon, and there would be two uh, discs where one uh, disc would be kind of like older school uh, two-tone ska, which was still very prevalent in the UK. And the other side was someone banging trumpets together into a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Not even blowing. It's trombones, asshole. (laughs) And then the second disc would be third wave ska, which is where punk got more influence into ska, and it uh, got a lot heavier and and stuff like that. And you get cool bands like the Aquabats. Aquabats and the Hippos and uh, all kinds of... uh, Were they hungry? Big D and the Kids Table... But with that ska lesson, we've come to the end of the podcast. Anyone have any rants and or rapes? No. Um, no spoilers. But in the game was good. And spoilers! I don't want to hear it. I don't want to get too into how good it was, but it was very good, and I don't think people will be disappointed. So, a uh, friend of mine on Facebook uh, recently posted that she was very upset that she. Ended up getting spoiled for for Endgame ah. in a, a group that she's in on Facebook, a sloth group on Facebook. A sloth someone, group. Yeah, someone posted in the group uh, some Endgame spoilers. So I uh, commented on her post uh, and said, "Well, great. Now I know Endgame has sloths." <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. I have a rant. Go on. Tyler fucking spoiled Endgame for us on the podcast. Yeah, I think we should kick his ass. Yeah, let's Pretty kick sure his ass. Can you please? Just please. It'll be like uh, Don Hertzfeld's uh, rejected, except the sign says "normal hats only." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
It'll be more than just his anus. I'm not that's sure bleeding. if I can feel pain anymore. <laughs> I need to know if I still if I still feel. Uh, I've got a little bit of a rant um, that I had meant to bring up uh, last week. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, it's gone now forever. And uh, like I into the ether. As as one tends to do when on this fucking podcast, I lost track of what I was going to say. Wait, you lost track of what you oh, were going fuck. to say? Really? So um, a lot of people seem to be picking sides in this Epic Game Store versus Steam uh, thing. And uh, everyone seems to be complaining about Epic, uh, which doesn't make sense to me. Because first off, competition is good. Secondly, and competition that's not fucking you play or whatever the fuck is good because those aren't real competition. It's just, hey, we've got Ubisoft games and we're requiring you to use our shitty software. God, that's, I hate hate that. The Epic Game Store is just doing exactly what Valve was doing with Steam and like, hey, we're going to set up a way for uh, indie developers and AAA developers alike to distribute their games digitally. Uh, in a simple fashion, uh, and uh, you know it's it's fine. Uh, it took a long time for Steam. I mean, remember, Steam came out with Half Life Two. Steam. That's when Steam debuted. Oh, the old Half-Life Valve. Two came out. And so it's taken a long time for Steam to reach the point that it's at right now, and it still has a lot of uh, you know places to grow. They've only just now started making significant upgrades to their community that are huge quality of life upgrades. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely going to be some growing pains for Epic going into this. But when people, when uh, the way that people are reacting to timed exclusives on Steam on uh, uh, Epic Store is shitty. Because the reason that they're able to do that is Valve takes 30% and Epic is taking 12. That, to me, as someone who wants to make sure that as much money gets to these studios who are making games that I care about as possible, that means that I am absolutely going to buy on Epic more often. I know, look, it might be a pain in the ass to manage two fucking game libraries, but it means a lot to me to make sure that they're getting that much more. And Epic has even come out and said, look, we'll stop doing timed exclusives on our store once Steam gives, you know, uh, only takes 12%. Yeah, I was actually not aware of that until just now, so... I will be making a, probably a switch in my future purchases on uh, games that come out. So, And, hey, maybe this is all publicity. Maybe somewhere down the line they're going to decide that they want 30, and they're going to switch up and, and, and be like It's, like it's business. It's, it's business. It and... is absolutely business. They definitely recognized that the only way that they were going to be able to steal any ground from, from Valve was with timed exclusives, and the only way to get those was to compensate uh, devs better. Yes, and competition is great for the customer. And you know what? They're already rolling around in their money vault from Fortnite, so... Yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean... Are you sure you don't want to play Fortnite on your thermostat? I think the reason that... Do they have room to grow for, for their community? Absolutely. They have a lot of lessons to learn. They have a lot of development to do. 
but they're doing it right in my opinion. And uh, as long as they are compensating the developers that I love a, a healthier share of the profits that I give them, I'm going to be buying on Epic. I think the reason that game that a lot of gamers are getting all bent out of shape out of it over it, PC Ugh. gamers especially, um, just because they've you know PC gamers have sat on their high horse for years watching the place the you know the Sony Nintendo Microsoft war. exclusive <laughs> console wars and everything haha we get everything it's all and then now they have to deal with it too and. Yeah, but we still get everything. <laughs> yeah, still I get mean, everything, but it's, there's the still the timed exclusive thing, yeah. and it's like... <laughs> so I, I, I can see why people get a little bent out of shape about it, because it's, it's not something Honestly, that you're used to, I I'm guess, guessing but... that the only reason that people are really get, actually getting bent out of shape about it is that, admittedly, Epic's uh, launcher software is, is young and definitely has some bugs. Yeah. Uh, and then beyond that... Um, the uh they are too used like i've got over a thousand games on steam so now i have to have this other piece of software but realistically when you break it down from a fucking business standpoint it is good for us that this is a thing that's happening and, yep. and honestly if your biggest complaint is having to just run a different piece of software it's like an extra like three minutes yeah like fucking grow up grow the fuck up yeah. <laughs> that's the end of my rant and the final rant is, if Thanos is really in Fortnite, why hasn't he snapped and deleted half of the accounts yet? We're just, we're just I'm waiting for your response. And Epic why Games. isn't Ant-Man going up? Why isn't there an Ant-Man Ant playable character that can go up his ass? Uh, that has actually already been proven that it Can't cannot happen. happen. They cannot did work. the math. They did, they did, the, did the, math. the math. It can't even happen in a human's anus. Correct. Because the resistance of the uh, intestine, uh, intestinal wall is actually... Uh, greater than it would stop uh ant-man from growing because Much we've already like seen when that he gets with in the room. yeah yeah so don't worry your anuses are all safe from Ant Man. <laughs> so uh that's uh, gonna be it for this podcast uh this episode as with every episode is brought to you by ripped apparel get ripped get ripped i've got one i ripped uh, the sleeves off my shirt today Ripped. These are cool shirts, guys. They're really cool. Uh, Tyler is wearing a ripped apparel shirt. It's a cute Pimpin little the brand. Uh, um, Harry Potter with his Patronus and done mm, in a uh, uh, limbo art yes. style, which is really, really very pretty. Um, yes, Tyler, you are pretty. So, as you can expect, uh, ripped apparel. Does a lot of pop culture and video game crossover uh, apparel, and I believe they do canvases too and, and things like that. So head on over to toplessrobot.com slash R-I-P-T and grab your piece of pop, cop culture, cop culture, pop culture. Round the uh, rough and rugged rock, the today. ragged rascal ran. <laughs> this episode uh, is brought to you by My Stroke. Sorry, Brooks. <laughs> um, <laughs> And as always, this episode is brought to you by uh, uh, Humble Bundle. The Humble, Humble Monthly Bundle is quickly coming up for this month. Uh, the rest of this month's titles release this Friday. Yeah, so, so buy some shit. Uh, yeah, head on over to <laughs> toplessrobot.com slash humble 
and that'll put our little partner code in the URL. And <laughs> seriously, I know with the amount that I was just talking about Epic Games and, and shit like that, these are all Steam keys. Uh, but uh, it's 12 bucks. You get nine games, nine or ten games every month. And the savings uh, are passed directly super, onto you. Super <laughs> fucking worth it. Uh, and portions go to charity, and uh, it's... I, I uh, feel that Humble can do no wrong uh, at this point. Uh, mm. They have really established themselves as uh, a very good uh, giving force. So Yeah. 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 That's toplessrobot.com slash Humble. And uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Mm. See y'all. Take it!